Align with the Massage Business Mama comes to you with a combined 22 plus years experience in the massage biz as entrepreneurs, providing actionable tips and resources you can implement today. Becca, an off-grid living, quirky, trail-running massage therapist, esthetician, and yogi, offers her business and wellness perspective to you with highly caffeine-fueled, compassionate wit. Allie, your hard-working, driven, creative mom, massage therapist, business owner, lover of friend gatherings, all-time annual family talent show winner, brings her drive and business savvy to every episode. Massage Business Mama, we are discussing work-life balance for holistic practitioners. So this is a subject Becca and I are both extremely passionate about. We've both struggled and to continue to struggle to find that happy medium where all areas of our life are treated with the same level of care. Like that's even a thing that we could treat all levels of our life with the same amount of care, but we sure can try. Today we are coming at you with eight actionable tips to try to find a little more balance in your life. Now, Becca, you were a mom long before you became a massage therapist, so you've kind of always had to navigate that concept. So I feel like, you know, you have some some great wisdom here on how to do this with grace and ease and um, share with us what you've learned over the years. Thanks, Ellie. I don't know about all that, but... I definitely have some experience, that's for sure. (laughs) Maybe some floundering. Uh, But I have found some things that really worked for me along the way. When I did come to the practice, my daughter was, I was single parent. My daughter was seven. And there were some very, very specific tools that did help me along the way. Uh, One was, everyone says organized, stay organized. But this was very, very key to how I built my family life and my business around that. Uh, So the tool that I used was mind mapping. It's pretty common tool. And it was just really beneficial for making sure that my highest priority stayed in the center and then everything else, all the moving spokes were given their appropriate uh, level of attention. And I could kind of adjust that as it needed to be like the mind, the mind map is a wheel. It's constantly moving and shifting. So with that, that kind of brings me into my another, my next tip, which is tech is your friend. And when my daughter was young and I was just starting in my massage practice, there wasn't a whole lot of tech. There wasn't a whole lot of apps available. It's still a pretty, you know, blossoming kind of field. What I what I use now is actually there is Mind Meisters, which is an app on Apple, and you can create this organized uh, mind mapping for your business, for your project, for your personal life. So it's really fun, um, helps keep you organized, and you can invite others in to add tasks, add feedback, add different notes. Uh, so you can just really create communities and communication. So it's great for work and for life and just keeping all those, all those wheels happily moving and, and balanced. The next thing I would say that really helped me was to be very clear, Uh, clear with the people that I was working with, clear when I was walking into a situation. So 
with that organization, it allows you to really focus on what you want, how you want to step forward into your massage practice, into the massage world. I stepped forward into working at a spa, and it was really important that I clearly state uh, my family takes the highest priority and everything, you know, I'm a hard worker, all these things, I have all these qualities, but this is what my needs are. If my daughter's sick, I will leave. And so it, it made it really easy for my employer to state, this doesn't work for me, or yeah, we, we have the same value system. Uh, what do like, you think, Allie? Did you ever have an employer who you kind of told, you know, my daughter comes first and they they said, this won't work for us? Was that ever something that you experienced? Um, nope. Yeah. It, I mean, I think, I think as speaking from a, an employer's perspective as I am, I think that uh, it isn't really a deterrent as much as it just it just allows for that relationship to naturally kind of unfold without these expectations that, you know, maybe maybe can't really be because of the realities of a working mom's journey. And if an employer knows this ahead of time, they can they can just kind of account for that and not be deterred and not not kind of be blindsided, I guess, is what I'm saying. Exactly. It gives everyone just a clear playing field. Like this is your expectations. These are my expectations. Now, you know, they're not ambiguous. So if anything were to come up on the employer's end or on your end, and this works in life too, it doesn't, being clear in life is, is pretty key to things running smoothly yeah. and for more balance and work and life. And it's such a, clear I mean, it's so is important. simple, simple concepts, but it's so it hard. It's something that, you know, sometimes takes a lifetime to achieve that confidence and just being able to put it out there and say, you know, this is where I'm <laughs> and this is what I need. And it's, it's an important, important characteristic that, that I think we all could embody a little more, like you said, in all aspects of our life. Yeah, then practice really helps. Um, I had a recent situation where I'm in a collaboration with uh, another business and there were boundaries that were being kind of stepped all over. They weren't kind of, they just, there weren't clear boundaries set in place immediately. And so, you know, building up those baby steps over the last 12 years of clearly stating what I need, and it's hard, it is hard, but you have to take that step if you do want to create balance in your life. And then as time goes on, just like your massage skills, it gets easier and easier just is the way that we work. So coming back to this, you know, current time example, I, I sent out a clearly stated expectation and, and very professional, like not no emotion, no story involved, but just clearly stating like, these are my needs. Can they be met? What is your feedback? You know, and being receptive to feedback. And this is going to kind of it just easily flow into my next tip, which is quality versus quantity. So in that mind map, all of these bubbles that need your attention, they don't need all of your attention at the same time. Tech can streamline everything. Being clear about what you need in the moment or what needs your immediate attention in the moment gives you the opportunity to step into quality with what you're doing. So 
prioritize. If you're with your client from nine until three in the afternoon, that has your highest quality of presence. If you're with your child from, you know, they get off of school at three o'clock until five o'clock and then it's dinner time. Make sure that time is quality. You don't have to be there for every second for everyone in your life. But when you're going to be there, make sure that all the other little moving parts, moving bubbles in your life are set to the side. They've been addressed. They know their time and their space. When you're in the moment, you're you're truly present and that, that quality is there. Um, and that kind of moves into uh, guilt-free downtime. So once you start to get the rhythm of this whole process, pardon me, I am still recovering from a little bit of a cold. It's like lingering. It's a lingerer. It's the worst kind. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So the sneezing and the sniffling, that's me guys. Sorry about that. But yeah, so guilt-free downtime. And I mean, as a parent, it is, I think it's probably the biggest challenge to step away from your family, step away from your, your business, step away from whatever it is and carve out time for yourself without like, I, I love I that you're bringing this one up, Becca, <laughs> because it's something that I struggle with so much. I mm. I allow myself to have downtime, but I feel really guilty about it. And I just, I love that you're bringing it up because I think it is such an important point. Yeah, I, I feel like guilt is like this merry-go-round of torture <laughs> in yeah. our brains. Like, it, it's a waste of energy. So as a parent, which I, I was, and I still am, but she's in college. <laughs> is, is a I'm in the thick of it right mom. Yeah, in, in yeah, the, thick, I'm of in the thick of it. Oh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, you're merry, you're merry-go-round. Of, oh, yeah, um, torture. Yeah. You just need all the energy that you can yeah. uh, muster. Yeah, they, and, yeah and... you shouldn't waste any energy on yeah guilty about something instead just embrace it and yeah I mean I think it's I think it's okay to feel a little guilt and just like everything else that I've mentioned with practice it becomes easier so when you start to practice self-care you take yourself out to go get a you should because you're a massage therapist (laughs) or go on a walk in nature and you carve out 15 minutes for yourself which I mean, in the beginning can feel like this mountain that is never achievable, that you just don't deserve. But the more that you do it, the more that you create this habit and this pattern, you find that you're more full to be more present, to be more clear, to stay more organized, to allow your life to become more balanced. And it's worth it. So all these things kind of fall into place as you make sure that your cup is full. And I know when we were in school and just like in, in general in life, um, it comes up over and over again. And I'm sure you probably tell your clients, like, make sure your cup is full. That's why you're coming to massage. Well, yeah. hey guys, make sure your cup is full. <laughs> so, yeah. So as far as, uh, th- those are all the tips I have. <laughs> okay. um, but as far as tech goes, I do have um, some fun little things that I found on the internet and I use some of these apps. Not all of them are for Apple or um, Android, but one that I really liked was Keepy, especially for um, all kids artworks. I 
I literally have suitcases of my daughter's artwork and like stuff from kindergarten and preschool that I, I need to go through. But this gives you one online place where you can share it with family members. It's always there. Uh, there's also, like I said, the MindMeister, which I absolutely love. Um, I shared it with you, Allie, in our little yeah, podcast adventure. I'm, so I'm excited to check it out. I haven't gotten a chance to check it out, but I'm excited. Yeah. It's a fun little tool. And there's, I mean, I feel like just pieces of paper are great, but then you, you know, you're running around, you're like, where's that piece of paper? Well, I, oh my goodness, I think it's, it? I think it's really funny that you <laughs> are talking about tech as a work-life balance for moms, because when you first started your career, it wasn't really as much of a thing. And for me, uh, coming into the mom journey, tech is huge. And I still rely on all my little tiny pieces of paper that are scattered all over. And yeah. people think I'm so crazy for all my little papers everywhere, but I just, my, my brain functions better when I can see it written down and. You know, yep. there is something different to to like how the brain, the brain like relates to information that's actually written with your hand. I think there have been studies shown to prove. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I do, I write everything down because it does like imprint it into your neural pathways stronger. Right. But then you lose the piece of paper. So right, don't, totally. don't throw away your paper. <laughs> don't like throw out that whole tool but then bring it to one place. We always yeah. have our phone with us. We always do. And it might be an extra step, but you won't be running around searching. There's so many times where I'm like, oh, I put it in my phone. Yeah. I put it in this app. Awesome. So it can just be one of those, like, it might seem like a hard extra step, but it's it's totally worth well, it. Well, it's like any life. any habit too, right? Like you get into the, mm-hmm. into the pattern of using it and then it just becomes second nature. Yeah. Baby steps, baby steps. totally totally so that's that those are my like four maybe it's five I don't know (laughs) uh, tips and that help me for sure and still help me awesome before I get started into my points I just kind of wanted to let you listeners know a little bit about where I'm at with my mom journey my mom work journey I have had practice since 2008 uh, 2008 and have multiple treatment rooms, have multiple therapists working for me. And this, this kind of was the case when I got pregnant and had my son in 2016. So I, he, he was kind of coming into this, this world and my world of like work was my first priority. And I really had to have a mental shift where I realized that it wasn't appropriate to grind in the way that I had been grinding, you know, that 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 had served me well when I was, you know, kidless, but that it didn't really make sense anymore, which was which was kind of a hard thing for me to step into because naturally I'm just a little bit of a workaholic and <laughs> balance has, has never been really an easy, easy thing for me, so... So I, you know, I've had to be really intentional about how I've created this space for myself in my life. And one of the huge keys that I found was limiting my client hours. And I I really hate to admit how long it took me to adjust my schedule to stop working nights and weekends. But it was just a really scary prospect for me to think about losing clients. And so many of my clients had regular nine to five jobs. But what I finally realized when I finally made that change was that 
these clients had a lot more flexibility within their schedule than I would have realized. A, a lot of them were willing to leave work early, go in to work late, come in on their lunch break. You know, some of them had four day work week. It was just, just really amazing once I kind of took that leap of faith to see that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as restrictive. Their, their, their schedules weren't as restrictive as they might have initially seemed, you know, that wall those night and weekend hours were more ideal for them that it, it definitely wasn't the only time that they could come in and get their massage. So that was huge. And then along those same lines was raising my rates. So this is kind of another scary one, but there's a pretty simple concept here at play that the more you charge, the fewer hours you have to work. And that means more time for self-care, more time for cooking nutritious meals, and more time for your volunteering in the classroom. So I think and that, yeah, yeah. I'd like, I'd like to just interject one thing. That goes the same for, I mean, it is important to, to know your value. And you can, you can state that too if you're an independent contractor or wherever. If you need more money, just put it out there, you know. And it is scary to say that, to raise your rates or to say that I am worth this amount as an independent contractor. Um, and the worst someone can do is, you know, say, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's not something we can do. And you go, okay, well, when that's, you know, ready or whatever, let me know or with Allie. Or can I, or can I lose a few clients? Well, or, or, you know, like as an independent contractor, like, is there something that I can do to make it so I can get paid more? You know, is there an ed class that I can, you know, do or there something, something that I can do to prove my loyalty to, you know. Yeah. And I feel like so many people are afraid to, you know, say that this dollar amount is what I need. This is what I'm worth. And, and really like it, it is scary, but it's so important. I love this point that you're bringing up. I just, well, I think it's so important. You, you know, another thing too, just generally as massage therapists, I think we come from a place of like compassion and empathy. It's just kind mm-hmm. of our, our, our nature. And so we have a lot of hard, we have a bit of a hard time kind of valuing the service that we provide because we think oh everyone should be getting massage and you know I want it to be affordable and I want it to be something that the masses can get and I and this and that but like you know if you're doing that you're not serving you're not serving yourself you know well exchange with everything you know I mean always we're exchanging energy and money is just another form of energy so you know think of it that way like it is it, it's an extension of yourself you know if, if someone wanted to clean your house for you and exchange for a massage well that would be okay you would come up with this exchange that seems and feels good right that you know an exchange of service but the same is with money like it's the same thing it's just it takes a different form it looks different but we have this like heavy I don't know. We have this heaviness around money and I, I, I do. I, I think we just need to get over that whole thing, Allie. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so too. You know, this, this kind of sacrificial element of being a massage therapist where it's like, you know, oh, I'm like this humble, yeah. humble therapist and, you know, but I mean, you can we, still be all those things. <laughs> totally, totally. But we need to make sure we're taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. And Absolutely. our families and our families. Sorry, I didn't mean to train derail your. No, 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 no problem. <laughs> so, um, obviously, we don't want to price ourselves out of the market, but my feeling is like you're probably able to to bump your rates up a notch or two, and 
and not see too much of a deterrence from your clients. And then I think another thing that's important to kind of keep in mind too is that if you do lose a few clients in the transition of raising your rates, it's okay too, because the point was that you wanted to work fewer hours and in order to work fewer hours, you know, assuming that you had a full schedule, if you want to work fewer hours, you have to see fewer clients. So uh, another thing I realized along my journey is that you don't have to do it all. I feel like I catch a lot of slack on this one, but I firmly believe that you don't have to be involved in all of the things. Um, or go to all of the, go all out for all of the holidays. So I have one example for Halloween this year, my son's school was having a party in his classroom and it was, you know, kind of a, an event that they invited all the parents to. And it was, you know, it was a little, it was a little parade through the school and it was an event. So every year my town has a gathering downtown on main street. They don't do the typical like door to door trick or treating. Instead, everyone gathers downtown, there's live music, there's fire dancers, there's food, there's drinks, there's candy. So the few days that led up to Halloween, we weren't feeling great. And so I decided that we were going to participate in one of the two events, but not both. And, you know, my son, he's three. So I promised that he didn't feel gypped. And it just felt like a more balanced approach to the whole holiday. And I, I kind of feel like the more that you give and give and give, the more that kids expect. And the last thing that I want to do is raise a child who just can't be content with, you know, the one person <laughs> who has to have more. So I, like I said, I kind of, I, th- I feel like I catch a lot of slack for this one. Uh, but for me, I've just found that, you know, the more that I can, say you know this is enough I I don't have to do it all but it's it's just really created a lot more ease for me in my life Uh, hey girl I totally support that like quality versus quantity yeah time don't do all of it (laughs) it's I mean it's kind of I guess it's kind of the same point that you are making right it does echo it quite a bit but it's so true and it's so important that's why we have to state it twice you yeah, know for right. two different moms <laughs> right, right. And little, like, don't do it all you drive yourself crazy right, right. yeah um so my last point is utilize your time wisely so this is the time between appointments instead of chatting with friends or surfing the internet my feeling is that you can get busy with business-related tasks, you can clean your office, you can return phone calls, emails, fill out soap notes, wash linens. This way, when you go home, you can be truly present. It's just a much better way to be than to be taking things home and to be dividing your time. And I, I feel like that kind of mirrors some of what you were saying too, Becca. Yeah. And I do have I don't 100% agree with all of that. I do think you need to utilize your time wisely, but it doesn't, you you also need to know when downtime is important. So like if for you stepping away from everything, leaving that load of laundry until tomorrow so that you can breathe, have a cup of tea, whatever it is that you need, because juggling like a kid and work and all this stuff sometimes makes you crazy. So, you know, give yourself that without guilt do it 
<laughs> Becca's like the you poster can. child. She's like the poster <laughs> child for like trying to teach us about not having guilt in our life. She yeah, to be selfish and it, it's okay. No, she like Becca. Like every time that I talk to Becca, Becca's like telling me not to feel guilty, and I'm like, oh, thanks. You're like my own little personal cheerleader. To... <laughs> remind myself I just I I like I look at so much I used to just worry about every little thing I used to feel guilty and about everything or you know and it was just like I was spending all this mental energy on this stuff that was literally just inside of me had nothing to do with my life and it was taking away from the relationships around me and so I just feel like it's a waste of your energy you know you've learned you've learned in your 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 old age (laughs) (laughs) i i am am a little aged i guess (laughs) thanks for pointing that out oh sorry about that one (laughs) uh i i was lucky i feel like i i was really lucky to have my kiddo at 23 and just you know i feel like i had so much energy and even though now i'm you know i'm 42 but man i have all these skills that I can just move forward and go on that cruise ship without guilt and feel great about it yeah no I love it I love it Uh, I'm just kidding I'm glad that you are sharing your pearls (laughs) (laughs) all right enough of that (laughs) (laughs) so Allie did you we have four points from you which I I think are great and important did you have it no, I mean, to add to that for listeners? I think I think that that's like what I've got for you guys. I think you know, I think that utilizing all of these tips will, will help just create a little more ease and uh, less guilt. <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, um, Becca, you you could wrap up what our points are and. Sure, I was gonna you know just invite listeners like if you have any other tips. Uh, two at the end of this we'll just kind of direct you where you can find us and also maybe to leave some feedback we'd love to hear your feedback but just as a recap the the tips that we have today from Allie don't be afraid to raise your rates know your worth you are worth so much and honor that limit your hours your time is precious like and and clients will follow you and the ones that fall away it's okay. They'll find their right person and more will come to you that fit into your hours. So, you know, just practice that it's your, your time is valuable also. And you don't have to do it all. I love this alley. Don't do it all. You don't have to do it all. And that ties into, you know, my, my tip, which was quality versus quantity. I think those pair really well, utilize your time wisely. So in between services, if you need to get some you know, social media done or do some sheets, or if you need to take a fiver and just breathe, hey, all those things are wise utilization of your time. And then also, you know, getting organized helps so much. (laughs) And that is kind of organized chaos really is kind of what it looks like, (laughs) but it works. It totally works. Heck is your friend. Allie disagrees with this. She really loves her pencil and paper. I say, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. I just, I just, (laughs) I just think that, you know, it's, it's been a little bit more challenging for me. to. Well, and I think you bring up a valid point, writing things down. It literally drives it into your brain, into your memory, but utilize so utilize both you know start to move into some of those um, apps that can really 
help streamline your life, your relationships. Like Ali and I, we work in different locations, uh, pretty soon different, you know, areas of the country and utilizing those ways that we can create fluidity, um, and communication is, is just key. Like we don't live in small towns anymore, at least most of us where we can just say, Hey Pearl, you know, I have this idea. So it helps to be able to have a place to put it in, uh, where the other person can see it and apps are there for our, for our, uh, for our assistance. Uh, the other thing is, Oh wait, this is the big one. Guilt-free downtime. Wow. Guys. <laughs> if, there's, if there's nothing else that you glean from us in this episode, please take this this tip to heart. Right? <laughs> this will impact your work and your life balance so well. So anyway, these are the tips that have worked for us. We'll have the information and our show notes and specifically like the apps and stuff that work for us uh, at align with the massage business mama.com and you can also leave your feedback we'd love to hear from you and learn a little bit more about Allie and I if you're so inclined so uh, thank you so much for listening guys and we will catch you next time bye bye